Welcome to the Anod Wright audio blog. Your voiceover diva is Dr. Donna Oriolo. Please note that the information found in this and other blog posts is a matter of researched opinion. Direct your concerns or questions to questions at anodwright.com. Direct your comments to the comment section and share on social media using the hashtag AnodWrightSpeaks. Warning, content on the audio blog may be different from the written blog. My thoughts too fast and my mouth too quick. Sorry, not sorry. We are feeling so official over here. You can now catch us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple News Channel, and of course, anodwrite.com. Check your favorite space and subscribe. Leaving some feedback wouldn't be unwelcome either. Hey, hey, y'all. We got company, so clean up. This week's September 27th blog post is called Intergenerational Self-Esteem. Written by guest blogger Janae Johnson, a licensed marriage and family therapist. Janae is an award-winning teen therapist, entrepreneur, author, and speaker. She owns Teen Talk, a premier therapy and educational company, and is the co-founder of the Black Brain Campaign. Janae is the author of Dear Teen Self, Tips to Help Teenage Girls Navigate Adolescence, and My Dear Teen Self, a guided journal to help teens explore feelings and social scenarios. You can find both of these books in Dr. O's Sex Toolkit. Often, when we think about self-esteem, we think it happens on a personal level and that nothing interferes with it. Believe it or not, self-esteem is a concept that must be taught and often is taught, be it intentionally or unintentionally. The unintentional teaching of self-esteem usually teaches us how to have the lowest self-esteem possible. As a teen, this is happening on a variety of levels and in every environment they enter. Let's begin with the home environment and how self-esteem is formed. Every family has a family culture, a way of doing things, communicating, engaging, etc. Self-esteem is also a layer in the family cultural composition. The level of emotional awareness is an indicator of knowing how the view of self is handled in families. The most common thought parents have about their teen's self-esteem is that it is only affected from outside sources. Many parents do not believe they are doing anything that could be impacting their teen's thought of self, for good or bad. From experience, it seems that parents feel teenagers are old enough not to need their positive encouragement or compliments. Parents think this for a variety of reasons that include never being given compliments as teens themselves, thinking tough love will be better, and thinking that the teens won't listen anyway. All of these reasons can be faulty, though. Parents tend to think their job is only to raise their children, and this doesn't usually include building self-esteem. It mainly means, I raise you to look good when others view you. Unfortunately, this may not mean that their teen actually feels, well, good. Teenagers are very interested in their peers' thoughts as well as their parents. A parent is the first teacher a teenager has. This is true whether a parent is present or absent. This happens whether a parent is positive or negative. In most families, people are teaching information that they know and rarely consider that a different approach could be useful. Here are three quick ways to build your teen's self-esteem. Number one, 
do not critique everything they do. We all go, we all go through phases and your teen will too. Assess for the safety of the phase and allow them to be expressive. This could look like trying new hairstyles, clothing options, and music taste. Remember, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. Number two, think about your own self-esteem and where it is on the high or low scale. Many times, if your self-esteem is low, you will emit low frequency thoughts. Let's try for good vibes only. And number three, talk to your teen about their thoughts about themselves. I remember being told who I was and the type of person I would be because I developed breasts at an early age. I remember thinking how unfair it was. Take moments to just ask questions about how they view themselves and ask how you can support them on their journey. If you are noticing your teen is struggling with self-esteem or your thoughts of self-esteem are impacting them, it is always a good idea to connect with outside support. This can be in the form of a mentoring group, therapy, coaching, and more. A combination of these supports can be magical. Just remember, none of these will be quick fixes. All right, y'all, that is it for this week's blog post on intergenerational self-esteem. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, share with a friend, and don't forget to comment because we love having long, drawn-out conversations with you. And while you're at it, looking at options for how to talk to your teen, not only about self-esteem, in this current Me Too movement, we also need to make sure we're talking about sex and sexuality too. So head on over to anodwright.com webinars and go ahead and get your webinar on with Parent Talk, well, the Sex Talk Parent Edition webinar. And if you're lucky, the code will still work for you and take $20 off. So head on over anodwright.com slash webinars. It'll be in the show notes. We will see you guys next week where we'll be talking about something completely different. All right, y'all. We're out. Have a great day.